This podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not reflect those of other podcasts or affiliates of this show or Gunna Geek. Check out other geeky podcasts at GunnaGeek.com. And get ready because geekiness commences in three, two, one. So I minimized your screen. Okay. So I don't have to look at you or peek at you. As it yeah, were. no, it was it was better the first time that you said it. Yeah. Before you ruined it. Is it going to be that kind of podcast? When is it not that kind of podcast? I was literally about to say, <laughs> just kidding. When is it not that kind of podcast? <laughs> really good. It's really, really good. <laughs> hear music in the background do you know what that music is oh i haven't heard anything i don't know what you're talking about you don't hear any music no i hear nothing i don't i can't nope i, I f- don't hear anything i feel like you're you're not serious do you know a man by the name of chris hansen from dateline how to catch a predator yeah he and i are buds okay. i started on like three episodes hmm as a police officer. I don't think that's a show you star in. I don't think you're a show you star in. Do you literally, seriously not hear music in the background? Mellifluous music? It's it's really f***ing loud. It's been, going on it? for, it's been going on for a long time. Well, good. Well, that's good. Because it's the music for Super Smash Brothers! 3DS. And that's what we're talking about on this episode of Unqualified Gamers. I may literally have the music, the menu music, just playing in the background. Ad ad hominem, ad hoc. No, ad hominem is correct. Ad hoc, ad hoc, ad infinitum, uh, veni vidi vici, uh... If I had a dollar bill, I would read whatever Latin is on that. Hey, what was that term that they used in that episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark to make magic happen? Uh, literally no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, this is super important. Is it? Let's take the next 15 minutes to discuss that. I will about say About how this good is... of a show Are You Afraid of the Dark was. I will. So first of all, I think I threw off the calibration of my microphone, uh... Because now it's not really picking me up, which maybe it's doing on purpose. Maybe it was like, uh, I'm kind of over Cody talking. And really, so decided it's better to, this way. Uh, this, I will say this is the slowest, most drawn-out introduction to an episode we've ever done. But I really wanted to play loud. I wanted to play the music from the menu. Use your words. Smash Brothers, Nintendo for 3DS. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, you were very clear about that just yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I'm Cody Goff, and this is Jonathan Martin, and welcome to episode 85 of Unqualified Gamers, a, an, a, a show, a television program where two men with no thing to talk about do it with verbally on the internet. Look, that was eloquent, concise, to the point. I have nothing to add. 
Are you saying you didn't drink as much coffee as I did this morning? Because that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting from you right now. If you drank coffee this morning, there's no way that that would still be affecting you tonight. You don't know that? What, are you a pharmacist? <laughs> I am. What do you know? And there's you know no about... way that it would be affecting you tonight. Well, it is. That's probably the cocaine that you did. Oh, no, you know what it which is? Which would be affecting you tonight. You know what it is that's affecting me? It's the Smash Brothers demo that I got uh, the day it came out because our friend Guy gave me an early bird code because he's awesome, and it's the demo version, and I'm really excited on Nintendo 3DS. I am... Do you know... When Smash Brothers Brawl came out, I got the a copy at the midnight release and then played it for literally, I believe it was 13 hours. I'm not sure. I know I played until 7 a.m. with my old roommate John and our friend Max. Then they slept, and then when Max woke up, I was in the exact same position that I was in when he fell asleep, which was around 11 o'clock, and then I believe we played for another few hours. That is how much I like Smash Brothers. Right. Uh, you you have been on the record previously as saying that this is your favorite franchise. This is your favorite game, right? Mm, pretty much. So we're going to get nothing but an objective, unbiased view <laughs> from you of Smash Brothers. Is that pretty accurate? Pretty fair. Yeah, I, I totally uh, totally objective, unbiased. Uh, definitely no... no hype. No hype here. Right. There is no hype. Yeah, no, I can totally tell that. Obviously. I'm glad so, you have the ability you know. to do that. You, well, okay. So here at Unqualified Gamers, so kind of our MO, other than not really knowing what we're talking about, is that we that we do like things. Yeah, no. So we genuinely like love video games, right? We do, in and general, so, right? And so occasionally we'll talk about things uh, from the perspective of somebody who is not objective, because we occasionally we love the things we're talking about. Sometimes Though it should be noted. Occasionally, uh, it, it should be noted. I, I think. I think overall, we we do look at some things that we like a lot from a somewhat objective uh, point of view. I mean, I certainly try my best to kind of take a step back and some yeah. in things that I am incredibly passionate about. I do. Right. And if you recall, like I loved Ninja Gaiden for Xbox and I loved Ninja Gaiden 2 for Xbox 360. And when I got Ninja Gaiden 3, you I loved literally it. You loved it. It was your favorite no, game. You wow, you are a liar is what you are. You are a damn dirty liar. It's and that's more offensive. that I don't remember what you said any of the episodes I, we've ever done. Not only did I not complete the game, I returned the game to GameStop after 3 days. Because I hated it so much. And I was very excited about that game. So it happens. And, uh, listener, if you want to go back and check out my Ninja Gaiden 3 review, just go to unqualifiedgamers.com and search for it. A lot of people liked it. I remember the last time we mentioned Ninja Gaiden 3 on an episode of this podcast, someone in the comments was like, oh, I like that game. You know, whatever, to each his own. But I personally just hated it. But what I'm saying is... Sometimes you get hyped for stuff, and you can be—you're allowed to be disappointed. I'm allowed, you know. When I picked up Smash Brothers, I thought to myself, "This could be terrible." It wasn't. I don't think you did. I don't think well, you I did. did. You, you know, well, okay. It's, I uh, don't think you ever actually had that thought, but that's fine. It's, it's Nintendo. Nintendo does not screw up royally often. That's true. So there's that, but um, 
If anything, the, if anything, the biggest complaint you can have about Nintendo, if it's a game that is not maybe the most interesting, is that it's mediocre, right? I mean, I've, I don't think they very rarely... I think they very rarely make bad games when it's a Nintendo-licensed product. It's very true. It's very true. Anyway, I'm putting the... <laughs> This episode's all over the place. This is not you put the for cart. Us. You put the cart before all of things. All of it. The cart is out there. Yeah, I mean, usually we 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 start slowly. We talk about how you worked all weekend because that's literally all you do, and then we talk about how I did something awesome like party with eighteen year olds, which is literally all that I do, and then we talk about video games for like a half hour, and. Uh, yeah, that's that's usual our usual format. Instead, today we eschewed that for a a five minute intro of music, which was your idea, completely your idea, and then I just started talking about Smash Brothers, and now we're done. Are we done? That's it. I guess yeah, it's a wrap. We did say it was going to be an abbreviated episode, though, before we yeah, before yeah. we started. That. Why, why don't you? Why don't Why don't we? Why don't we take a step back? Why don't we take it? Do what you do when you play video games. We'll take a step back. Okay. Okay. T- tell me words. Uh, so I'm assuming that actually means what did you do this weekend? And so what I did this weekend uh, also involves water. Uh, there, that's the biggest hint you get. What happened? Did you urinate into a pool of blood as part of a ritual so there was a ritual involved uh we uh we baptized my son congratulations thank you so we did uh we did that and it was really cool because my sister-in-law is a pastor and she's a pastor of a church and she's also the godmother so she actually did the baptism which was really cool I thought I saw that on the Facebook. Good for all of you. That that's especially meaningful when like a family member does that. Yeah, it was. And you know, my family was in town from Illinois. Um and uh and so that like my weekend was just packed full of family stuff. We just kind of hung out the whole time. Um and it was really nice. It was really good to see everybody, but obviously that took up my whole weekend. Yeah, that was a lot. But hey, you did something with your life. Something of what I would consider significance. Something other than work for 36 hours like you do every other weekend. And then you say, I worked! And I played Diablo 3 and Hearthstone. Because all I do is play Blizzard games all day, all the time. Didn't play... No, I did play some Diablo 3, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you damn right course, you did. Of course I did. Uh, yeah, but it actually wasn't nearly as much as I normally do. Well. But yeah, the baptism went off without a hitch. Ate a lot of ridiculously good food because that's what you do when you get together with family. We did a dessert bar rather than like... So, you know, my family uh, from Illinois that came in had to travel back. And I also had my brother coming in from uh, California. And so they had to travel travel back on Sunday. And like the traditional thing is you do the baptism in the morning. And then I, at least the baptisms that I have gone to, um, you then go to like a brunch afterwards. That's very common, but we yeah, didn't we yeah. didn't want to hold family after the brunch because we knew that you know the drive back to Illinois is seven hours, uh, and the the trip back to California is quite long as well, um, and so we were like, well, we're going to do something the night before. So we did a dessert bar, and uh, my wife set up the whole thing. She did a fantastic job, and we had, you know, when she plans stuff, 
Um, the only criticism I could ever have is that she may go a bit overboard with the planning process. So she had all these desserts planned out and we had like 30 people coming and that's great. That's a huge number of people. And the th- like, it's hard to, it's hard to determine just how much dessert 30 people can eat, right? Like, it's not like food. It's not like everybody's going to get a, pl- going to get, like, you know, when you have food, like a dinner, everybody's going to at least get like a plate of dinner. Right? right. They might eat different stuff, but people are coming with the intention of eating dinner. But when you do a dessert bar, I don't think that like I don't think you can assume that people are going to come and eat the dessert even though they know it's a dessert bar. At least that's just the perception I have in my head. I I like I think that some people just show up to do like the camaraderie thing, maybe have a couple drinks, have a couple glasses of wine, um maybe have some coffee, that kind of thing. And, like, sit around and chat. I think there are some people that would do that and then maybe not have dessert, right? So, we had, like, 30 people. And uh, we had, you know, the a sheet cake. And we had a cookie cake. And then we got this giant cake from Costco, right? So, now we've got three desserts already that we have brought. These are large, like, these are large cakes that we have. Um, and initially, I was like, that's probably enough. Because that Costco cake, I've had this Costco cake before... A cake from Costco can easily feed 15 to 20 people by itself, right? So we get all these cakes, and I'm like, I, babe, I really think we're done. She's like, okay, okay. But, I, you know, other people are going to be bringing stuff too. And I was like, really? So we've got these three cakes, and then somebody brings, like, 80 chocolate-covered strawberries. Like, 80 of them. Um, and then there's, like, one other dessert that somebody brings too, like almond bark. Or something with with almonds in it, and there was a giant bowl of M and M's, um, and there was uh, sea salt chocolate covered caramels, like a hundred of those. So that was all awesome, and it's like, man, this dessert is sweet. I'm just gonna eat a bunch of this dessert, and I certainly did, uh, and some other people did. However, when all was said and done. We had three quarters of a Costco cake left. We had nine tenths of a sheet cake left. We had half a cookie cake. We had about 50 chocolate covered strawberries. We had 75 of the 80 chocolate color covered caramels. Um, the only thing that was gone was the Target store-bought almond bark with almonds in it. The chocolate bark with almonds in it. That was the only thing that was gone completely. Everything else, there was a crazy amount of leftovers. So, you know, we touted those back home, because we were doing this at her at uh, my mother-in-law's house. And uh, for the next three days, I basically gorged myself on cake. Cake, cake, listener, if you're wondering, is it is my kryptonite in terms of dessert. I could probably... Wait, really? It really is. I could probably do without any desserts. I really could. But cake will get me every time. So, and I'm like the frosting and the cake guy. Like, I like it's not the it's not just the cake, and it's not just the frosting. It's the uh, heavenly combination of the two that truly gets to me. So, over the next three days, I like gorged myself on cake, and I have not felt well for those four days. Just in general, I have just not felt good. And you're sure you didn't just make up that love for cake that you mentioned? Because that would mean that the cake was... False? Not true? Yeah, that would mean that the cake was false. 
Right. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. So that was that. And, and so I, I think we learned our lesson. If we were to host another dessert bar, maybe pare it back a little bit. Maybe have a not sweet dessert like cake. Like maybe put a, a lemon tart or a key Ooh, a lemon tart or a key lime pie. Something maybe more, you know, the, the less sweetness. Key lime pie may be my favorite pie, and that's sweeter than cake. Is it? Yeah. I always thought it was kind of tart. Mm, then maybe guess, a yeah, lemon right. tort. Maybe a, a lemon tort. Yes, sure. Maybe a lemon tort next time. What if it's a tort cake? Can you do a tort, a tart cake, or a tort cake? Can you do that? I don't think that exists. Okay. So I guess you could say that the cake I just mentioned was a uh, was was um. Uh, it was a falsehood. It was a, it was a falsehood. That's, that's the correct. cake was a falsehood. So what was your weekend like? How much dessert did you eat? None, because of the diabetes. You know, none happened. I literally don't remember what I did. You've you know how oh, many no, episodes friend... you know how many episodes you've come to where you've said I don't remember what happened this weekend. Yeah, well, I'm always drinking with twenty year olds. You're drinking forties, is what I you're saying. Can't snap with that hand. I was drinking with. Yeah. No, uh, no. Our friend Blake had a barbecue on Saturday. Nice. It was very fun. Actually, Friday, my neighbor came over. My neighbor Stacy came over and played Mario Kart while I stole her Pokemon. This was exciting for me. Stole them? Yes, all of them. She was texting me. So I'm like friends with one of my neighbors, and she's texting me. She wanted to start a new game in Pokemon. And I was like, well, wait, which one do you have? And she has Pokemon X. And I said, well, do you have Xerneas? And she's like, yeah, I have the legendary Pokemon because you get it during the game. And I was like, all right, you are not starting a new game until I get your Xerneas. So I had her come over. I sat on the couch uh, just trading her Pokemon with myself for like an hour while she played Mario Kart. And then we played Mario Kart. It was the best thing ever. So now I have a Xerneas and several other Pokemon I didn't have before. Oh, good. Well, that's yeah. productive. So I'm back on collecting because if you remember from like nine months ago, I went on a Pokemon hiatus to play Bravely Default, which you did, took me six which months. Which took you nine months. That's right. Yeah. So so there's that. Uh, so, you know, I, then I got the Smash Brothers demo. So I've actually not, other than trading, I haven't started playing Pokemon again, but I will soon. I'd like to catch more, if not all of them. You could say I want to catch them entirely. Mm-hmm. You might want to say that. So, mm-hmm. uh so that happened Friday. Our friend Blake had a barbecue Saturday, so I got to grill out. Uh, even though it, the temperature has, has dropped in the Midwest substantially and winter is apparently here, what is going on with this? This is actually my favorite kind of weather, though. Like, I love being outside, long sleeve shirt and long pants in this kind of weather. I absolutely love it. I do as well. The wind has been a pain in the ass in Chicago, though, for a little bit, though, so I don't know. Yeah, it's the but city that blows a lot, right? It is the city that blows a lot, yeah. So... Um, there's that, but uh, probably the most the highlight of my like quote unquote weekend was uh, Monday. I went to to trivia. So I'm a, so a friend of mine put together a trivia team in Wicker Park. Wicker Park is a few miles south of me. It's like an 18 minute bus ride. Would from you me. say put together a trivia team? Are we talking like hardcore? Like I think of bar trivia as like whoever shows up plays. So you've never been to bar trivia where one person's just way too into it? I mean, I've been to bar trivia where one person's really good and kind of carries the team, but not in a way that is awkward. Like, not Okay, no, no. 
You're wrong. So I used to go to Bar Trivia for about a year when I lived with Russian John, who's been on our podcast before. I can see him being pretty serious. He was militant. You know, he'd be like, wait, wait, is this the right answer? He was like a perfectionist about it. He was annoying. I hated it. And him, and I hope you're listening, Russian John, from your communist country right now. But uh, this uh, this friend of mine is also similarly, and she may be listening as well. I have nothing bad to say about her, uh, but she is militant about it. I remember specifically, so like the uh, the scorekeeper, the trivia master, he sits in this like balcony up above everyone at this bar. It's a weird setup. It's a big, it's a big, big bar, and it's just completely empty every Monday because no one's there for trivia. But this guy sits like atop a balcony by like the, where the DJ would normally sit, and uh, he at the end of each round he types in an Excel spreadsheet everybody's points, and then he puts them up on the screen. And we got shortchanged like literally two points, right? And <laughs> My friend and her other friend that go with her, she turns around and she yells, that's bullshit, <laughs> like, angrily at the guy. And she'll, she'll verify this. She's not shy about it. Uh, so <laughs> she's like, she's like, that's, that's, that's fucking bullshit. That's like, <laughs> that's like not, not fair, cool at all or whatever. And just like basically just starts yelling at him. And I'm just like, dude. Be nice to trivia guy. This is not necessary. To be fair, we get first or second every week. But yes, there is a team put together uh, in in that way. So, well, did you lose by one point? Because that two points could matter. Uh, we we have lost. We lost a tiebreaker one time, but I won't get into that. But anyway, so Monday I've been going to trivia with with uh, these two girls I know, and then our friend Blake and his wife usually go, and a couple other kind of regulars. So there's like seven or eight of us. Well, last uh, this week. My two friends, that, and, and part of the reason they picked this bar is because it's in Wicker Park where they live. It's, you know, it's a 20-minute bus ride for me, so kind of a pain, but the bus is right outside my place. It's fine. Well, this week they couldn't make it, so I told Blake, I was like, hey, if you're free, why don't you come up my way? There is a bar literally, literally five doors down from me. It's, it's at the end of my block. If I, if I stood outside my apartment and looked, I could see it. It's very, very close. Um, so... There's a bar right there that does bar trivia on Mondays. I'd never done it. So I said, hey, come on my way and we'll do it. And he's like, all right. Well, anyway, uh, my neighbor ended up showing up and, and Blake popped by later. But only like three or four of us ended up showing up, which was fine. Much smaller team than usual. But at the end of each – for this bar trivia, at the end of each round, they declare a winner. And the winner of each round, the winning team, everyone gets a free shot. So – we won, like, the second and third rounds. <laughs> so it's a Monday night, and their special is $10 for any burger on their menu plus any beer on their menu. So I just dropped 10 bucks and I got a burger, which is fine, and I had a beer, and I'm a lightweight, right? Like, a beer is basically going to get me buzzed practically as it is. Then suddenly I had two shots of Fireball on my system because, of course, they give you Fireball. Is everybody we, drinking Fireball now? Is everybody sh- everybody shoots Fireball, don't they? Ev- everyone drinks Fireball. Yeah, everybody shoots Fireball. Uh, so that happened. So, and then at the end of the night, we got second place. So at this bar, first place gets like $50 off their tab. Second place gets around a shot. Nice. And there was, there was a girl on our team who didn't want her shot, so it apparently fell to me to do this shot. It was good that you stepped up and you took that for the team. Yeah, so I basically got trashed Monday night uh, at Trivia, and I will be going back to that Trivia on 
next week. You got accidentally drunk. Yeah. It's like that Counting Crows song, Accidentally in Love. Is that a Counting Crows song? It's a song from Shrek that I think is All from right, I believe Crows. you. So, But that that was interesting. I had never been to bar trivia where they award you with alcohol, although I've heard of that happening. Yeah, that seems like the way to go. It's something they're serving anyway. It was cheap. The rounds went very quickly. Uh, you know, the other trivia is great. And I do like my friends. Like, I, the one does take it really seriously. Uh, but, like, that's okay. I mean, we always win and we get money off our tab. So exactly. I'm not complaining. Um, and she's fun and I like hanging out with her, obviously. So I'm not, like, trash talking. But she does take it very seriously. Right. And did really scare me one time when she was screaming at the guy running it. Uh, but uh, but that was kind of an interesting thing. So beware, uh, listener. If you go to Bar Trivia... Find out what those prizes are before you go, because... You may not want them. Yeah. So let's talk shop. You mean video games? It's shop. What is that? What does that mean? Shop shop class. Video game game shop class. I understand. So you and I both... Oh, wait. ...had the... uh, Do I know what you're referring to? Are you you possibly referring to... We both had the good fortune... Yes. We both had yes. the, that's going to play really well on our audio remastered podcast that is audio. Our audio listeners love hearing us talk about YouTube. They can hear this. Okay. Can you hear that? Okay. So, uh we I both had the game. good fortune to get um the Super Smash Brothers demo for the 3DS, which is coming out to everybody this Friday. We're recording today on Wednesday. Probably going to be posted on Thursday. Everybody can get the demo on Friday. This came out about, what, four days ago? I don't have any idea, literally. It was like four days ago. uh, They released the demo early to some uh, Nintendo Platinum members, I think. And they gave everybody four codes that was a a Platinum member. Um, Correct. So you and I each got a download code from a friend, which is great. Our friend Guy, who did guest host an episode of the podcast right. at one point in time. So thank you so much, Guy. Right. Publicly thanking you for that. And I have played about, I want to say probably about two to three hours of it so far. Of just the demo. And listener, the demo is five playable characters, six playable characters? Five. 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 Mario, Link, Pikachu, Mega Man, and Villager. Five playable characters and one map. And every match is two minutes long. And only two minutes long. And that's it. That's that's the whole demo. And I've probably played it, you know, for about two hours-ish total, uh, messing around with those five different characters. I'm assuming you probably have a similar play time, if not maybe more. A couple hours, yeah. A couple yeah. hours sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so what are your impressions of it? Uh, so it's, uh, it's really fun. I don't know. The music is awesome. Everything about it is awesome. It's perfect. It's the perfect game. Nothing is wrong with it. Okay. That's my objective opinion. Right. Okay. That's great. You you really <laughs> sold me on the game. That's perfect. No, so uh so the demo is is very limited. The the purpose of a demo is to get people excited about your product and want the game, right? Is that fair to say? Um, I, I don't know if that's necessarily true every single time. I think, I think the demo, um, I think demos can, can also be to explain your game. If somebody like doesn't know anything about it, 
I think probably I think probably first and foremost they are trying to get you excited for for the game yes to give you a flavor of it but they I think they I think what they really try to do what developers try to do with demos is and the goal of a demo is to give you a a large enough cross section so that you know enough about the product to where you can make an informed decision if you if you're going to buy it well I think this accomplishes that either way you look at it yeah absolutely um, because I think that you and I have both walked away from this with differing opinions as to kind of like as to our course of action. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I think as a demo, it absolutely serves a great purpose. I Yeah, I, I guess I just mentioned that because, uh, you know, in terms of what you can do, you're right. It's pretty limited in terms of I mean, there's one state. Well. There's one stage, and then there's the, like, Omega version of the stage, or the, like, you know how the online modes are going to be split into, like, for fun and for glory modes? Right. I feel like there's a for fun and a for glory version of Final Destination. The for fun mode, it drops items, and there's a couple platforms. For glory is literally just a flat stage, no items. Right. So... You've got the variations, so competitive smashers that want to try out this game and not have items, they have that available. And then the people like me that just like four-player, uh, five-minute bonus point matches from Smash Brothers Melee, which they took out of Brawl, by the way, which is lame. Uh, but people like me that like to just like dick around and throw beam swords at each other, like and win every time, which is what I do. Uh, yeah, that's um, that's there as well. And also, you can you can change who you're fighting. You know, uh. You can change the CPU. You know, you can have up to four players. You can set. You can do one-on-one matches with the CPU. You can do triple threat matches. You can have four-person free-for-alls. So you can set that, and you can set their their difficulty level from one right. through nine. So there is some customizability there. You know, I was doing three-person matches at first just to simplify. I've been doing four-person matches and actually losing them uh, consistently. Link wins every time, which is odd to me, but maybe he just has the best smashes. Like, most powerful smashes? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, or I'm not very good at it. Either way, um, it's a thing that I'm not winning all the time. But um, th- So there's some options in there, and you are able to play local uh, wireless if there are other people with a demo nearby. So you can even test the multiplayer capabilities. Right, which is a very cool feature that they put in there. I'm very glad that they did that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listener, if you... So we didn't explain anything... Um, at all about the game, we just assumed that you knew about it. So, um, if you don't know what Smash Brothers is, incredibly briefly, it is this big arena battle game. You could consider it a fighting game, I would think. I think you could call it that. There's some debate about that, but I'm pretty sure you can call it a fighting game um, that houses up to four characters at a time that span across all Nintendo franchises. And more recently, with the with the more recent games have expanded out into other third parties and it's basically just taking characters from all of your favorite franchises and fighting them with each other and they all have different move sets yeah pretty much that's what smash brothers is so this demo came out for smash brothers the fourth iteration of it which is coming out for the wii u um probably sometime in november but that hasn't been announced yet the release date you mean correct yeah yeah um so they were going to Release the 3DS version and the Wii U version in tandem. Well, I don't know if I used that word, that phrase correctly, but they're not being released at the same time. Yeah, 3DS version comes out next month in October. Uh, Wii U version TBD. And 
Uh, this has whet my appetite. I am ravenous for more. Uh, you know, having put over an hour, possibly two hours, into one level with one of five playable characters, mm-hmm. uh, without even being able to select that many options, customize items, do anything else in the game, I'm like, I am chomping at the bit to get this game. And let me let me talk about the hype a little bit. So, the hype for Smash Brothers has been pretty substantial, right? Like, uh, Nintendo every month or every several weeks or whatever will release new characters and new stages and things like that or every couple months and i mean they'll release a video to release the announcement of a new character yeah promo videos i mean they they really they know people are excited about smash brothers they know it is it could one of their i want to i almost said their most popular franchise it it might be yeah it at this point it might be I mean, honestly, I think in terms of sales, maybe Mario... Mario and, and I think s- Mario Kart might actually beat it in sales, to be honest. In Mario Kart, yeah, but the Because um, it, it appeals amount... to a much larger audience. Yes, but I think that the the fanatical nature of Smash Brothers fans, such as myself, like, I think that that, that is, is greater than any other franchise they have, except maybe Zelda. But you don't see people freaking out over the next Donkey Kong game or the next like Pikmin game. You know, that's, people are excited. But, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but but they they build this up, right? I have actually somewhat removed myself from some of the from some of the the hype train, as they've called it. Like, I missed a couple of the character announcements. I didn't even know about the new Fire Emblem characters until you told me about it, John. Uh, so, like, not because I'm not excited about the game. But there's a part of me that I don't like to get too excited about something and then have to wait for it. Does that make sense? No. Like, I don't want to see, oh, look at this awesome thing I don't get to do for nine months. Oh, look at this awesome thing I don't get to do for seven months. But that's like oh, that's, that's their whole MO with, with them hyping you up by gradually introducing information about the game i mean they i know it, they it want... works and it's it's fine it's good but for me as a human as a per as me cody my thing has been i've i've been like i check all the announcements when i know they're there but i'm not like i haven't looked at the leaked character roster i haven't like i'm trying to to kind of stay hands off and not have it top of mind because if i do then like i'm just gonna think about it too much maybe i'm weird Okay, I guess. I don't think I get it, but okay. You think I'm weird? I do, but I've always I'm, thought that about you. I'm saying, and I don't, this has nothing to do with Nintendo. I'm just telling this to illustrate my next point. All I'm saying is, like, yeah, Nintendo's doing all this stuff, and it's great, and it's it makes a lot of sense. A lot of people are getting very hype. I've been trying to kind of, like, not get too caught up in the hype. I'm trying not to, like, post about Smash Bros. every day because it's just going to give me blue balls. I'm just going to get very, very... Like, I'm just going to yearn for this game more and more, and I don't want to do that. I just want to, like, I just want to be like, <sighs> like, when I back a game on Kickstarter, I don't want to get any updates. I don't want to get any updates. I don't want to know what's going on with development. I don't want to be reminded that I backed it. I just want to drop 20 to 30 40 bucks on Kickstarter, and then nine months later, I have totally forgotten about something, and then suddenly a video game magically appears on my lap. That's, that's my, that's my MO. Okay, that's weird. That's how I operate. I, I, I just don't 
That's what I want. Okay. I want. Okay. I want. Don't tell me about it. Just give me the science seal delivered finished thing. Same with like Marvel movie announcements and Star Wars and stuff. Like I have not even like put a modicum of attention into Star Wars Episode Seven because like I don't care. I want it to be out. Okay. I, I just want to get there. Like when it comes out, like when some trailers come out, I'll watch the trailer like eight times and I'll be like, all right, cool. I'll see you in a month or two and it'll be good. But like until then, I'm not going to like read about like, oh, Harrison Ford on the set and like all oh, the Millennium Falcon scale model. Like I see that stuff and I'm like, okay, I get it. That's cool. But like this is a thing that I'm not going to get to actually experience for several months. So I'm not, I don't want it. I don't want it here. I don't want it rolling around in my head. I, that's just how I work. Okay. I'm I'm with you. I've actually been with you for this entire eight minute explanation. Well, you still think I'm weird. Yeah, I do, but it it doesn't matter. I've been with you. I've been understanding you for this whole time. Anyway, this is all to illustrate the point that uh, I I've not been like obsessing over Smash Brothers and following every little development. Uh, but now that this demo is in my hand, it changed everything, and it did exact it accomplished exactly what following every single update like to the minute would have done in the first place it just got me like unrealistically excited and i, and I watched i remember we talked about it. i watched the first ever smash brothers invitational at uh e3 was it e3 uh yes it was yeah e3 like i watched that and that did get me really excited and it was cool to see things hands-on but it, it just like i don't know it looks it's different than having the game hands-on that did get me pretty excited, but that almost gave me my fix. Because when you watch a video game, that's almost that's cathartic in a way that's like playing it in a way. This though, like, was is next level stuff. Okay, so overall, <laughs> you've spent a lot of time explaining how you were about to say that you really like the demo and you think it does good things with what Smash Brothers does, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So, I agree with you. I think it feels like a Smash Brothers game. That's good. Right? So, I, like, I, it doesn't feel that different from other Smash Brothers games. That's probably a good thing. They're not going for something different, right? Sure. My biggest problem is that I don't think I want to play Smash Brothers on a 3DS. And I think that by downloading this demo, that illustrated that to me. Like, there's just so many things about about playing it on the 3DS that I don't like. Like, I don't like the I don't like the the way the the system feels in your hand when you're trying to play a game like this. Personally, I don't like the button configuration. Like, I don't like where my index fingers are for the triggers. Um, I don't think it feels nearly as comfortable. Like, my hands feel too far apart. Is kind of what it feels like. Do you have a 3DS XL? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I might have the same feeling when I try to play it on a Wii U gamepad, but I'll have the option of playing on a GameCube controller for an extra $40, whatever it's going to cost me. <laughs> um, but, but like, I just, like, it just, it feels uncomfortable. And keep in mind, I've been playing around with it for, like, two hours. And it feels like a Smash Brothers game. There's a bunch of new items. There's a bunch of new assist trophies. And they've done some great stuff with that. They haven't changed anything about it at all. And that's fine because I don't know if Smash Brothers, it's kind of got a it's kind of got a standard formula, right? And it's not really something you can mess with too much because the 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 core of the game is in the gameplay, and you can't screw with that too much and still maintain like the the heart of the game. 
Um, but like I said, I just don't feel comfortable with the, like playing it on the 3DS. I don't feel like I get the response that I'm looking for when I'm playing on that, on that system. And my, my biggest gripe about the whole thing is that even with the 3DS XL screen, it is still too small for me. I still have to focus too hard. I mean, it's almost straining to my eyes to play it on the 3DS with just the, you know, Smash Brothers is the game, and especially in some of the smaller levels, where there's just an outrageous amount of stuff going on at the same time. And trying to focus on that on the size screen that I am using, it, it feels like it could honestly be tedious for my eyes. It's like tiring. So I think it's a bit busy. I mean, the game yeah, gets busy and it's always been that way. Mm-hmm. And so I walked away from the demo, like liking what I played in terms of just the way the characters moved, the way that the, the move sets were set up. Um, you know, I was never like hardcore into smash brothers. So I don't care about things like priorities and stuff like that. I don't, I didn't pay attention to any of that. I just know that the characters like felt fun to play like they had before. Um, and the items were fun to screw around with, and the the final Smash Balls were fun to see the five characters that that I had and, and see their final smashes. All that was great, but I walked away from it saying I don't want to play this on a 3DS. Now, what it did do is it made me excited for the Wii U version because I'm like, man, I think I'm ready to play Smash Brothers again. I'm kind of bummed that I I don't really have anybody to play it with, um, but we can use online multiplayer and. Hopefully this one will be better than Brawls, which was atrocious. Um, but we should be able to use online mul- online multiplayer to actually, you know, play this game together um, along with anybody else across the country that wants to play it. Um, and I, I just, the experience, it is not the experience I want on the 3DS, I guess is what it boils down to for me. Sure. So that is I what, think that's fair. And that is what I learned about about the game from the demo. Wow, that was much more concise and to the point and logical than whatever I said before you. Yeah, in fact, I don't actually know what you said. Looking back on it, I have no idea what you said. I, You know, I, I don't remember already. You're just really excited for the game, and that's great. And I think they could have in a cup and called it Smash Brothers and given it to you to play, and you would have been cool with that. And you know what? That's totally fine. Like, I understand being that hyped and passionate about specific like specific products that you are just emotionally invested in totally get that and that's totally fine but i like i always liked smash brothers and i liked playing it in you know for eight hours at a time when we were sitting around your living room and we were doing that as like a large group of people but i was never the guy that sat around by myself and played smash brothers ever ever I don't think I really was either. I mean, I, I played, you know, the campaigns a bit in Brawl and did a lot of the challenges. Okay, I was. Yeah, I was you were. Guy. You were that guy. And that's totally fine. But I think that also explains why I'm, like, I'm not, I wasn't chomping at the bit to get this. I wasn't, like, jonesing, injected straight into my veins style for that. Like, I feel about Smash Brothers maybe a little more strongly than I feel about Zelda. But they're they're roughly on like the same plane for me, and that I like them, but I don't need them, right? Like I I don't have a ton of those types of games in my life. Um, That's fair. Yeah, but I 
but I like them and I know they're going to be good. And normally I check them out, but they're not like the game, like they're not games that I buy regardless of what I hear about their quality. That makes sense. And, and, uh, I do have a couple reservations about this game or things that are getting used to. I mean, it, it is not as it's, it's not as natural as the GameCube controller. Cause I've been playing on the GameCube controller for three generations now. Well, no, just melee and brawl, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess melee and brawl. I mean, for for me, and again, I've played this game for quite a while now. What I would consider quite a while for a demo, I still can't get the joystick to respond the way I want it to every time I press it. Oh, really? I see. I think it's very responsive. Yeah. No. I like there are times where I want to do a smash attack in the game, and I instead do a tilt attack, and that happens frequently for me. But at the same time, I am way better at Smash Brothers than you are. That's probably true. You should be. You've played it a lot longer than me. I have played it a lot. Uh, I, I don't know. I've been okay with the hardware so far. It's more the button, uh, I mean, the button layout. Like when it comes down to it, it's a different button layout than the last two iter- several two hundred- iterations of the Not game. Not just that two you've iterations, played. but the last several hundred hours right. I've played. Yeah. So now I'm getting used to, and I'm specifically talking about the you know the four buttons instead of the GameCube buttons. Like the jumping is now mapped differently than the two attack buttons. So I'm getting used to it. This is not a knock on the game at all, obviously, but it is definitely a transition. And at first, I was like, oh my god, I may not like be able to play this game or maybe on the 3DS. Maybe I won't get the game on 3. You know, it made me second guess it. Yeah. Um. I've been playing the demo more specifically to get more used to the controls because I just realized it's just this shiny new coat of paint they have on Smash Brothers. I cannot live without it when it comes out. It it is going to be delivered at my doorstep the day it comes out, period. That's just how it's going to happen. And I have resigned myself to that. So now I'm trying to learn the new controls, uh, which is a bit challenging, but, but overall pretty good. But... The interface is good. The the graphics are smooth. Um, it does get a bit busy uh, at times, as Smash Brothers is want to do, even on consoles. I mean, at least half the time you don't know what the hell is going on in the game. When we used to play in high school, we'd be like, "Where am I?" <laughs> or like, "Where are you?" You know, if it was a team game, like things just get really crazy because there's like stuff blowing up everywhere. Right. Uh, that's just kind of how the game goes. Um, the 3DS screen, you know, makes that even a little busier sometimes too. But that's just Smash Brothers, and I don't know. I I'm, I can kind of get past that. Uh, but I like the music so far. I like the graphics. I like the everything. I just uh, I, I do kind of ridiculously like this game. Uh, yeah. Other than the controls being a bit of an issue, I think the 3D is really good too. I think they utilize the 3D exceptionally well. Yeah, and- I I did try it with the 3D, and oh my god, like it's it is done well, but. It adds a compl- it adds just another layer of like stuff going on yeah, in the game. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, but I'm okay with it. Uh, I like it. And for me, and again, I'm I'm a mobile on the go. Like I am a a very heavy 3ds consumer. I am a I am in an environment like Japan where there it is very like many parts of Japan that is very urban. I am on trains for and buses for varying periods of time 
every day. That's how I get transportation. I have not I sold my car seven years ago and have not owned one since. I have not owned a car in seven years. I am in my late twenties. I have gotten everywhere via public transit. So I spend a lot of time on it. And when I'm not reading a book or playing Bravely Default, as I was for the last nine months, I'm playing my 3DS. I'm playing something else on there. So, like, this is perfect for me. And the two-minute mode is perfect because generally on the brown line, which is where I live off of, it's about two minutes between stops. Maybe a little more, maybe a little less. So for me, it's like if I'm two stops away from home, I know I can hit start, get in and out of a match, and, and you know, close my 3DS in time to get off the train. Like, for me, it's it's this this, like controlled time environment that just like works out kind of perfectly for me and so for me that's why Smash Brothers is going to work because it's not the kind of game where I need an hour at a time to play but it's also I don't know it's just it's very versatile I like the portability the portobello yeah and like when I've whenever I've ever played Smash Brothers I've always wanted to consume it in larger chunks of time and so like I don't have an appeal of sitting somewhere with my 3ds and again dealing with the problems that i've already that i've already cited for me sure yeah um yeah. and doing that for a long period of time like i just don't want that yeah we are different consumers i i honestly am envisioning me playing this on the train with people absolutely because... and that's probably what they mean for the 3ds version to be i would think yeah, yeah. i mean they did it with pokemon i was challenged to pokemon battles Several times on the train. Right. Uh, back when I played it. There's even an article on unqualifiedgamers.com, a little op-ed that I wrote, about being approached by a girl that talked to me about trading my Eevee. And it was awesome. Bitch. <laughs> You're the worst. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that was my uh, those were my first impressions. I really love it. I think Nintendo did great. I think that you need to download the demo. If you've not had access, then... Get it when it comes out, and I don't know. I'll be buying the game and reviewing it. I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you can you'll be able to get access on, from what I understand, on Friday the 19th, September 19th in North America. You'll be able to get access to the 3DS demo if you have not been one of the lucky ones to get a code yet. Like it'll be open for everybody. Yeah. Good. And thank you again, Guy, for getting John and me both. Download codes, because my god. Because he, he wrote on Facebook, he was like, oh, I got four download codes, and who wants the other oh, three? Yeah, absolutely. And then he, you and some other get commented, and I had like a minor panic attack. I'm like, oh my god, please tell me nobody texts a guy. So can we both agree that there's not really a lot new, at least, that is shown in the demo when compared to other Smash Brothers games? Oh, um, no, I did want to mention that. Uh, So it is... um. How do I put this? So, um, top level, the controls are tighter, quote-unquote. And by that, I mean not the controls necessarily, but the physics are tighter than Brawl. Um, Brawl was described by most competitive gamers as floaty, like kind of floating characters. You kind of floated around. Um, Your falls were very slow and things like that. This game, when I was playing as Mega Man a bit earlier, and just from some of the jumps, it's it's not melee tight because melee tight might be a bit much, but it is definitely a happy medium, possibly more skewed towards melee physics. I th- I think that you're ta- you're will... talking like real minutia right now. I'm talking on a much more macro scale. 
Like it, no, on a macro scale, it's four people that throw items in each other and you try to kill each other. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, it's yeah, and they've done they've done a thing where they've added some items and they've added some assist trophies and stuff. But for the most part, like if you if you want something different from Smash Brothers, you're not going to get it from these games. Now that being said, if all you want is more Smash Brothers with like a new coat of paint that looks really great, like that's totally what this is. Well, what I mean, what would you? expect from any other fighting game franchise i like i mean i think that some i think that some fighting game franchises have have had quite a few kind of sweeping iterations over the years like i there are some that like reinvent themselves i mean there's there's there is some stuff that kind of reinvents itself but at the end of the day street fighter is two dudes fighting each other yeah but they added a combo system in one of the street fighter games right like they went from not having combos to having combos yeah, like, and that went a... from not having final smashes to having final smashes, you know, and yeah, changing the physics is a big deal. It tightens it up. Brawl is not viewed as a competitively viable game. This, I think, will be just because of the physics alone. And I, I think, I think sometimes the devil's in the details is what I'm saying. I, I, th- I think they don't have to reinvent the wheel to really change the way the game is able to be consumed. I agree. I agree. So... And and with a fighting game, which this is, I mean. Like, like you said, they probably it probably behooves them not to make big changes. What I'm trying to say is, like, if you were not a Smash fan and you think that like this is going to give you something that the other games didn't give you, it's probably not. That's true. That's that's true. I would say if you dislike Super Smash Brothers, you will probably not suddenly love it because there were because there were yeah there were people out there that didn't like it, and that's fine. And the, no, that's not fine. Those people are dumb, and you're dumb if you're one of those people. So, uh, listener, the views expressed by Cody on Unqualified Gamers do not necessarily uh, represent the views of all of us here at Unqualified Gamers. Um, they really do, because Smash Brothers is awesome. I agree. And I am awesome. I agree. Smash Brothers is awesome. I disagree that you are awesome. Well, we agree to disagree. So there's that. But we are... We are definitely unqualified. Uh, that we are. We we are. So there's probably stuff we're leaving out and, and whatnot. I actually got a tweet from the developer of uh, of Video Ball, which we reviewed on last week's podcast from BitBash. You did talk about that. I reviewed several indie games, and the, I tweeted at one of the creators of Video Ball and said, hey, we love your game. Here's here's on the podcast. He tweeted back and said, virtually every detail about the game you said was wrong. <laughs> And then we had a very humorous Twitter exchange. It was a pretty was funny exchange. Hilarious. You got to follow him. Just look on my Twitter feed, at producer Cody, uh, for that. I pulled in John's Twitter account for a bit of the conversation at the end. He's at ePlayGame. But uh, I've been trying to make friends with lots of indie developers, and I've got, like, a list, a Twitter list. You can follow the Twitter list. I called it Video Games. I don't know how you find that, but you can find it probably through my profile somehow. A Twitter list? I don't know what that is. A Twitter list is like... Look, you don't, need to try to, no, you don't need to try to explain it to me. It's fine. No, it's super simple. Go find the Twitter list. Well, for, in case the listener wants to know, if you follow 1,000 people and 400 are video game uh, journalists or whatever, and 400 are, let's say you're into like animal rights activism or something, you can make a list. So you've got a list and you, you add these people to each You're list. You're like subdividing then, your Twitter into two separate yeah, Twitters? Yeah, so it's like curating your own news feeds, basically. So okay. It's like in Facebook. So anyway, I have a list because I, I do it because 
I have a list called WWE because during a pay-per-view or during Monday Night Raw, I just want to see their tweets and their jokes about what's going on and then making fun of things and doing commentary. That's why I do that. And then when a big video game event breaks, I want to go to the video game Twitter feed uh, and explore that. So I have a Twitter list called Video Games. It's under at Producer Cody, so I don't, I don't know how you find that. But anyway, uh, yeah, some fun stuff with game developers. Um, but if if you are uh, working on Video Ball, well, first of all, go check out Video Ball. Go just Google it. Google anything we talk about on this show that – you're interested in to fact check and if you want to learn more about it just don't i mean don't like if we have played a video game and we're talking about how we felt about playing it that's one thing but if we're talking about like meta stuff or like uh, overall game mechanics or things like that like we have no idea what we're talking about generally so just like just google any of that and the rest is just like you so then why would you listen to this podcast well it's because we're hilarious and i'm very good at talking words and out of my mouth saying. You know what I'm saying? And John is the face. We're, He's just here to look pretty. Right. At one point, we were considering uh, changing our our slogan to, you no longer anymore have to read. You don't any... <laughs> we were. Yeah. Because, yes. Uh, because... You don't anymore need to read. Anymore. Because that is something that you that you did say in one of our YouTube videos, so... I have said that. That is a thing I have said. Right. Those are words. So, uh, so there's that. Uh, but yeah, um, don't take anything we say to heart. If you're a game developer, an indie game developer, uh, you know, just call us out for our, our crap on Twitter. Uh, it's fine, but we we mean you no harm. And we 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 generally just talk about stuff we like. I've only talked about like two things in the last eighty five episodes I really didn't like. Yeah, because we just don't. I mean, in general, we don't have a lot of time to screw around with stuff we don't like we generally would stop playing it i mean that's kind of right, the... except for me doing a podcast with you right except for that entire time that you played final fantasy 13 2 and talked about it for 45 episodes when you didn't really like it that much because it wasn't no, I was talking about how i don't like because it wasn't that great but i waste my time with you every week i wouldn't call this a waste this is quality time we spent together is it no, I would prefer to do anything but this. I thought this Literally. was something I had to do. I thought this was one of this those community is. service things that I had to do after I got arrested. You put this on your resume, right? Uh, your acting resume? Your pharmacy acting resume? Yeah, it's actually in my um, my curriculum vitae fabula nova crystallis. 